Congratulations. You've made an excellent life choice today. You're displaying strong character and good taste by tuning into this infotainment web zone. We're poorly informed and highly opinionated. This is Idiots Discuss the Universe. I didn't think that I was going to want a mic stand, but I think I think that I do. Sure. I think that I do. The fancy princess needs a little mic stand. Oh, I need it. I need it to hold up. It's important. It's important to me. with the mic when you're on the phone with everybody or do you just talk on the phone uh well this was just on facetime yeah so you do it like that you, you look like that when you're on facetime no i mean i'm walking around the house and stuff oh you're on your phone i'm gotcha. on my phone yeah gotcha. but like this this is how i look when i'm with patty and jer doing google meets because we do all our shit on google meet too oh uh. Do you do the kitty cat filter sometimes for fun? Sure. Can you process that and it doesn't it doesn't ruin it for everybody? Yeah, doesn't ruin it and and it's a fun old time. Yeah. And I try and the kitty cat that I always wanted to be inside. Yeah. And so you flew in you flew in from um, the big Texas. Yeah. This morning. Uh-huh. This morning. Yep. Woke up at five a.m. Wow. And I've been up. Actually, no, I had a little nap. Um, and yeah, it was kind of a miserable flight. Middle seat, you know, blah blah blah. Uh, but I mean, it was mm-hmm. it was quick. But it was just like no, just didn't really sleep at all. Who do you fly? American. Okay, that's something else. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Is I mean. It a- do you have a choice, or is it is that pretty much it? It's just American flying from that's the one. That's the one you got, right? What do you mean? Like what carriers fly in and out of Phoenix? Oh, the, you get all, all of them. All of them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's the one I was going with. I don't know. I I started doing American. You like to be treated like a POW. <laughs> yeah. I just started. I heard that you just kind of got to pick one. Uh-huh, and, yeah, uh-huh. uh, and stick with it, and then you'll get like rewards and stuff. Yeah, and that's the one that Jess was flying, and then also my grandpa worked for American Airlines. Oh, I see. Okay, and so, so I've got kinda, like an emotional decision. I've got an emotional <laughs> decision making, and uh, <laughs> and and it's been decent. It's like the price, like they have like middle of the line, you know, prices <laughs> where yeah. it's not like Frontier. Or or like what a, what's the other one Virgin or I don't know There's just like those really cheap ones Uh huh Southwest Dern is that a cheap Southwest, one Southwest Southwest is can be Middle. cheap Yeah it's it's, it's like it's other, about, the other it's American about one. Yeah yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But then Delta is like the nice one You know mm-hmm. And I, I have flown Delta once I was like damn This is <laughs> so much better You are. You are a sad man, aren't you? You are. Hey, no, uh, no. No, Delta, Delta's, Delta's passable. It doesn't get what's good yours? into. What's your? Dude, I love all the, the European ones are the best, dude. By far. Oh well, by far. Well, by far. yeah, but I mean, like, if you had to choose from flying, out of yeah, here. I guess Delta. I mean, I guess Delta. Yeah. I mean, um, there's some smaller ones that are okay. You know, I think British Airways you know? is pretty sick. Yeah. And then there's like I think like Jet Blue is supposed to be good. I don't know. Uh, is that is that is that or is that a cheap one? There's one know. that's like kind of an elite, more of an elite one. It's on the East Coast, and that's supposed mm. to be good. But oh, Epstein Airways. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll be here all night. Da, 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 da. Um, yeah, that's an amazing thing. The the Epstein list is kind of creeping back onto the airwaves. They're uh, yeah. they're interviewing Alan Dershowitz about things. Uh oh. You know, and he was definitely on the Epstein Express. There was a lot of people. I I heard a um, 
this like science guy andrew huberman was talking uh i forget who he was talking to i think it was on rogan actually or something Mm -hmm. but he was talking he like runs a lab and stuff and uh there were quite a few pretty big scientists well-respected scientists that were all like mixed up and around epstein oh sure yeah uh Uh and uh you know they're they're a part of the list and they were just kind of talking about how epstein you know definitely like a monster potentially some sort of like cia person or you know what i mean so like he's got weird Mm -hmm. ties in weird places but he was just mainly incredible at like social engineering you know like because he would bring all of these like smart people together because a lot of the scientists like they just want funding you know Mm -hmm. they see like a rich guy you know invite him to dinner and like oh bill gates is here and like huh the waitress looks kind of young but yeah oh well and then like oh that one looks that looks really is this someone's daughter you know oh my god (laughs) she's blowing bill gates but i mean i guess since we're all here like it's you know it's like it's got that sort Uh of feel of like if you can get some really smart people in the room, if you can get like an Alan Dershowitz or I don't know, I guess he's smart, but um, if you can get he's a bunch definitely, of... Yeah, he's definitely smart. Yeah. Um, like it, it just, it has a way of like making people feel very comfortable or something. And uh, hmm. yeah, that, that was his kind of huh, take on I can't, it. Really? Mm-hmm. But like... Wh- are you are you like having like all the scientists like get blowjobs too in there somewhere? I think it's, is that part of the thing? Or are you just like, oh, here's some young girls and some scientists. You know, you can go crazy, rich person. You know, right. like, here, your dreams are coming true. Here's Alan Dershowitz and a 14 year old <laughs> girl. Yeah, so you can feel at home because here's <laughs> Alan Dershowitz. Yeah, and here's some fine liquor and some cocaine from Bolivia. Yeah, you know, I, like I, is that what it is that how it goes? Is that, is, that what you, is that the mental picture you're painting? Is there they're just like the the scientists are just like the you know what I'm saying? Like they're like the, another the, piece of the art. They're like yeah. another they're, they're like another talking point. Oh, so the, like this in, guy's in the huge Eps, in the huge Epstein honey trap, which he pretty much got people on that island. Had him screw whatever he could get him to screw, videotape the shit out of it, mm-hmm. and then use that as like leverage or b- b- bribery if he needed to. I think that was one of his major deals, right? At least yeah. for the people that weren't as powerful as he was, you know, that he could, you know. Yeah. Um, well, I think there was layers to it. You know, there's people who didn't go to the island, but who are still like floating around. And, like, and he had to put a good front and be like a really like a party wizard to all of those yeah, people. But also like if, rich guy philanthropist uh, thing. Gotcha. Okay. You okay. know what I mean? Like he's like, oh, I'm actually, I'm helping like change the world kind of a thing. Like, look, so this guy's saying, doing important cancer research. You so know? you're saying that there's a bunch of like scientists who watched like, you know, a bunch of rich dudes diddle kids and they're just like yeah you know i'm still getting my money for my cancer research, i don't so, i don't know so it's cool i really so have cool. no idea i i have no idea that this it was just like brought up independently and it was like from an angle that i wasn't even aware of because it's like people don't i'm sure the science community was like did you hear that like you know this guy was you know uh-huh, he went sure. i i remember he went to parties you know and yeah, then you see, you see like um Jim Carrey, and that's those are the names that pop out to us. You know, the those are the like. Wait, Jim Carrey? He was on the list. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, he he's suing everybody that's mentioning that he was on the list, but he was mentioned on the list. So. Well, all righty then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's but, just saying that while. But he's blown. adamant. He's adamantly denying it. Yeah. Not like well, the rest. The rest of the most of them are not. Yeah, are not they're just kind of so hoping much. it'll yeah. blow over. Right. Right. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't really know. I don't really know. Like, it, it's clear that there had to be like it's like a multifaceted, like layered situation where you just get whoever you can get who is like an interesting, famous, rich person talking point, and then it's like okay. This person's at the parties, and maybe there's like the the just one of the 
not the island party, but like a New York social party. Like, sure, oh, there's some young sure. girl, but but it's just like it's not a full sex party. It's one of the like normal looking parties right. to it's, make. It's people... more of a yeah socialite sort of like maybe the back rooms are a little seedier or right. crazier. And that's but where you get it's... the invite to the jet if you right. show that you're. You know what I mean? So like if you're doing like um, eyes wide shut, like it it could be a party like the first party where the woman the the, the prostitute has a overdose in the upstairs and they bring him upstairs to like treat it very quietly and get her pushed out the back door right. because all the diplomats and everything are all downstairs like hobnobbing yeah and then and then there's the second kind of party which is where everybody's in a mask yeah and all the hookers have no clothes on mm-hmm. and whatever else is going on in that second party yeah pretty yeah much. okay okay yeah yeah and the scientists would be at the first party they would be mostly. at the first, mostly, but maybe some would get through to the second. The maybe cool Alan Dersh, yeah, the cool ones uh-huh. are like, I uh-huh. like, I really like what's going on here. Like, you know, the the <laughs> lame ones would probably be like, I'm getting some weird vibes. I'm getting some eyes wide shut vibes right now. It, it would be like anything, you know, like you work with a bunch of people, but like there are some that you meet and you're like, I really like them. They can be friends with, I can, you know, kind yeah. of trust them and like be friends with them. Right. And I can really like these other people as like my coworkers, but I'm not inviting them out to the island. Right? They don't get island treatment. They don't. They're not. They're not on the island. <laughs> they're not on you know, the island. They're, they're just going to cut. They get to come to the parties in New York. That's fine for them. Yeah. So I think uh-huh. okay. I think it was something yeah. like that. But you know, I haven't seen Eyes Wide Shut still. Really? I know. Yeah. So I what know. all what all Kubrick have you seen? Then you've seen. Um, Clockwork Orange, of course. Clockwork Orange. Uh, have you seen... Um, 2001, The Shining. Okay. Um, there was that one where it's like a medieval kind of one. Barry Lyndon? Yeah. I've, okay. I've seen that once, and I remember being like, I don't know about this one. Like, I don't I don't get it. That's that's an intensely, intensely long one based off of a, like a really weird... It's a really just some weird choices on it. It's brilliant, but it's a brilliant movie yeah. for what it is, but it's like, wow, yeah. Doctor um, Strange Love. Doctor Strange Love. Um, what's the Vietnam War one? Oh, um, Full Metal Jacket. You seen Full Metal Jacket? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so just I guess that's the only the only the really the big one that you need to see other than the early movies. What are the early ones? I don't. There's a bunch of early ones, um, but they're not like considered part of his. Like, not like his really like you know. Um, big canon the big canon you know of like what did it start with did it start with 2001 or did it start with clockwork orange i, I can't remember which one it started with um We're gonna or it started, well, it started with strange strange love you know obviously what that was his big breakout hit but the one before that was pathway to glory i think is what it was called okay um, yeah he had early feature work his first feature film was Fear and Desire in 1953. Okay. Um, sounds like he just like scraped the money together, you know. He raised a thousand dollars and then another nine thousand. So it's you know, okay. uh, Damn. yeah. So, but that was a you know more money back then. Um, and then yeah, Hollywood success came. Um, the killing lolita maybe did he do lolita yeah huh maybe that was his first like truly i don't know i don't know if that was fiscal financially successful though i know it was critically successful but the critics are a bunch of creeps where's the filmography okay okay here we go so we've got feature films were fear and desire in 52 okay killer's kiss in right. 55 and then the killing in 56 all right um, i've not seen any of those paths of glory okay that's oh and the first sorry that's the first one that i know of like as being like kind of like a thing and then spartacus oh okay spartacus yeah Damn. he did spartacus i didn't know that Huh, that's not in my box set, motherfuckers. Yeah, he didn't write or produce, but he did direct. Okay. So, so it okay. wasn't like the full every and then same with Lolita. 
he didn't well he's an uncredited writer uh, but he did not produce but then everything then it was Doctor Strangelove in 64 and then everything after that he direct wrote and produced okay there you go and those are the ones like the big auteur you know he's the, yeah. the genius mastermind that's where he got all of that you know? yeah. yeah yeah okay exactly. all right all right huh yeah yeah no he was a busy boy that guy and i've got this book um the stanley kubrick archives which is just like um i don't know it's probably three inches thick and it's just like notes and shit that he took throughout his life about the movies and people that he knew and just all like a crazy if someone came through and like just took all the crazy man notes out of my notebooks Mm -hmm. and put it into like one thing at the end of the at the end of days like it would be somewhat similar but no one would know who i was talking about yeah do you know what i mean like where he's talking about like you know Nothing super incriminating about like the you know the moon landing or anything, of course, but <laughs> it's um, it's it's really pretty cool. Yeah, what do people like? What what is your take on the Stanley Kubrick moon landing thing? Yeah, I, I definitely think that he did have something to do with. Um, my take on the moon landing was that we did go to the moon and we also filmed shit that we could show people mm. um, in case things, you know what I'm saying? Like we had like a multi-pronged attack, like where we were going to show one thing that happened on and on the moon. We may have had several scenarios prepared, you know, like if the astronauts didn't come back, we'd have one set of like media, uh, one set of media presentation ready to go and if the astronauts did come back we had another one Uh, and and I think that yeah I think he kind of helped um, film it or maybe he even like kind of showed them how they would film it once they got up there Hmm. you know I mean he was somewhat involved though I would say interesting he made too many allusions to the fact that he was involved right and they got rid of his ass for some reason yeah. After after eyes wide shut, they got like, rid of his ass after eyes wide shut. I mean, that's the rumor. You know what I mean? Like, right. He was a he was a piece of work. That dude. Yeah. Oh. Definitely. Hi, Christy. Spencer says hi. She says hi. <laughs> <laughs> that's the funnest part of every episode. Is the hi. Hey, so, Christy. Hi, hi, Christy. Hi, Christy. Yeah. Hi, Spencer. <laughs> She's still mad at me. Are you not? Yeah, she's still a little mad at you that you didn't come and hang out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she's she's saying that she's not, but she really is. <laughs> one of those. It's one yeah. of those. Yeah, it's okay. I know how it is. I'll have to make it up in some way, shape, or form down the line. But um, but yeah, no, the Kubrick thing is is definitely fascinating. And, uh, man, have I been tapped out of the conspiracy world. But, um, yeah, that's, that is that is one of my favorites. One of my favorites. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it, it, it's weird. It's one of those, the best of the conspiracies are kind of like the UFO or the Bigfoot or um, mm-hmm. the Stanley Kubrick. Or they have this element to them in the fact that, like, Let's say that there is no UFO phenomena, right? There's mm-hmm. nothing flying in the sky other than known astronomical phenomena, meteors, comets, mm-hmm. you know, and weather phenomena, planes, helicopters, etc. You know, mm-hmm. th- drones, things that we know exist. Yeah, right? like someone knows about them. Right. Yeah. And so, if that's if, say that's the case, like the interesting thing about it is how many people report this lie. You know, mm. how how does something that's obviously not true that doesn't add to anyone's like survivability or profitability or respect or, you know, kind of, it almost adversely works that way mm-hmm. against a lot of these UFO conspiracists. You know, for many years it did at least, you know, but all yeah. it did is just spread and spread and spread and spread. And right. to me, like that phenomena is super interesting. So yeah. let's say that like Stanley Kubrick didn't, do anything with nasa towards the the um the moon thing right mm-hmm. 
he repeatedly in his movies after that just constantly referenced the fact that he there was something that he was doing with the mm-hmm. fucking moon thing he played into it especially in the shining you know like the movie that he did right after that would have been you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like the little kids playing with the little kids playing with all the astronaut stuff he's wearing oh, like yeah. the nasa the nasa sweater you know the, it's it, there's like there's like a hundred thousand clues throughout his movies referencing the the lunar landings yeah and like why right you know what i'm saying of all the things for a dude to latch on to that he would not normally be like associated with you know what i'm saying like other than the rumors and that 2001 came out just about the right about a time that the moon landing happened you know Mm -hmm. and those two effects like one of them looks like that's shot with a good camera and Mm -hmm. that shot with a bad camera right but it looks like the same movie (laughs) yeah you know what i mean definitely but other than that there's no official anything you know what i'm saying yeah. Other than Stanley Kubrick hinting at that maybe that that's what happened. Right. And maybe he just found it endlessly fascinating that people said like, oh, you know, the real stuff looks just like your movie. You know, he thought that was really funny and he said, okay, let's just go with that. Yeah. You know, let's, just, let's just really fuck with people. Huh. Which maybe, you know. <sighs> yeah. He loved to drive people insane. He did love to do that. And it would be just like him to put a false clue throughout his entire body of work just to fuck with fuck with the audience. Yeah, just to provide that mystique. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But again, like, you know, when you're suicided, it's, um, I think that's what happened to him. He, how did, he how, didn't how, kill how himself. How did that look? Well, he had some sort of, it was some sort of weird and brain aneurysm or something. Yeah. No, it was more like so they were like testing out some sort of ray gun on him, you know. <laughs> some sort of like re- retarded ray gun. Do you have the wiki up? Read, read how he died. Let's see. Wiki, 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 wiki. Cinematography, personal life. Death. March 7th, 1999. Six days after screening a final cut of Eyes Wide Shut for his family and the stars. Kubrick died in his sleep at the age of 70, suffering a heart attack. Classic, the heart attack. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know okay. what? They okay. probably they, they did him a favor with that one. They're like, you know what? He's got to go because he just fucking made a movie about exactly what we do. Yeah, you know, this, he basically just one. made a documentary. <laughs> yeah, All the this, eyes went shut. He's been, a, he's been a mighty warrior, but like his time is, of usefulness has come to an end. Yeah, he's getting old and he's not afraid as much as he used to be. Yeah, he's starting to pull back the curtain a little bit. Yeah, no, it's quite possible. Yeah, it's it's some weird timing, you know. But again, like I don't know, maybe I got some really wicked information because you know I um I have you know I just would read some really weird stuff in that in that period of time between nineteen ninety nine. And I guess it's a weird movie to go out on. I mean, Eyes Wide Shut. Once you've watched it, you'll get it. It's a weird movie to go out on. Right. You know, yeah. If you yeah. want to um, kind of instill, like, uncertainty amongst your audience, that's not <laughs> bad. That's not a bad way of going about it. Yeah. And it's like, it is kind of interesting that it all just, like, came out anyway. Like, maybe it was too late. He was too big. It was, like... You know what I mean? Like the, I don't know what what do, you, what do you mean? Like what what came out? Oh well, just the movie itself. You know, if it was like okay, this movie is oh too sure far. No, no. when the, when he was alive, like when his movies were ready to coming get were going to come out, like it was a thing. There's no stopping yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I had no idea really who he was. I mean, I knew what Clockwork Orange was and The Shining was and stuff, but I didn't really had put it together when. Um, Full Metal Jacket came out, but the man, like, by the time that that movie hit the theater, I knew who um, Stanley Kubrick was, and, like, I put it all, you know, all he is, like, one of the guys that I really like, mm-hmm. even though, you know, I was, like, fucking, whatever, 15 years old, and I didn't really like 2001 that much, right. you know? Yeah. But I liked The Shining really well. That was, like, Shining one of the awesome. for, forbidden fruit of, because uh, distur- yeah. that's a disturbing movie, you know what I'm saying? It Just holds kinda, up. 
just kind of beyond like it has a psychological disturbing value to it that um is hard to capture in cinema i think yeah well yeah and just the uh, the performances are like yeah. truly mm-hmm. truly unhinged doesn't matter when you film something like that because like you're seeing someone like actually seemingly break down on camera you know yeah, yeah. And I think it also like really functions in a um, it has like some psychological things built into it as well. You mm-hmm. know, that as you watch it, it's it's unsettling. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. And a, and a lot of those tricks were like fresh. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Or more fresh. Yeah, I guess, you know. Um, yeah, it's um, it's yeah, that was a. It was weird. It was weird because there were a lot of angry people because they really did go after like the Stephen King versus Stanley Kubrick thing. Like, so like a lot of the, the excitement for The Shining, the movie initially was mm-hmm. kind of hesitant because um, Stephen King fans were not pleased about it because Stephen King was not pleased about it. Oh, yeah. Why? Because it left out like a bunch of bullshit. It changed some stuff quite a bit. Right, yeah. You know I remember reading the yeah. book, and I was like, oh, wow, yeah, this is way more in-depth. But, I mean, it it hit on the main And way thing. more, like, you know, Stephen King's thing's way more, you know, touchy-feely, magic child thing. Yeah, you know? there was a lot more of the magic child. Yeah, it's a lot more psycho. Kubrick's thing's a lot more, like, just murder yeah like here's how the murders happened <laughs> yeah kind of thing you know what i mean yeah and he just openly like like the beginning scene like when they're driving up the mountain mm-hmm. in that red um volkswagen bug yeah right they drive they're driving along the mountain and they look over to the side of the road and there's a blue volkswagen bug that has crashed and has turned over right oh and yeah. then they just keep driving right because in Stephen King's novel, they're driving a blue oh. Volkswagen bug. And that was like Kubrick's way of telling Stephen King, like, this is where I stop. Fo- this is the part <laughs> of the movie where I stop following your story. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's funny. Wow. Yeah. So that was it. I think that like Stephen King had seen that in like the early, you know, the early um, showings of the movie before it was released, and he was not, uh, not very excited. Yeah, this guy's fucking with me. Because yeah, Kubrick wasn't really Kubrick yet. You know, he was getting, he was getting there. But it would have been like Quentin Tarantino when she, he was doing like Jackie Brown or something. You yeah, know. yeah. Uh, film guys are weird, man. Yeah, directors. I don't know. Like, are there any of them that you really enjoy, like listening to and talk? No, <laughs> no. I mean, I haven't heard a lot of them. I've never heard or, Stanley or, or Kubrick do you, talk. Do you, do you have any that you absolutely will see whatever movies they put out? I mean, Quentin Tarantino, I guess, you know. That's probably the only one. No, uh, let me see. Uh, like in your lifetime, like are there are there directors that you've been like, okay, I've got to see all of their movies? Yeah, uh, it's been, you know, like the typical, like, think you're smart in high school directors, Coen Brothers. Okay, um, okay, okay. And I think I have almost seen all of them. Coen Brothers, uh, Quentin Tarantino, Christopher Nolan for a second, you know? I was yeah. like, I was like. But he's, he's tricky. I thought that I'd seen all his movies, but I have not seen all right. his movies. Yeah, yeah what's his deal? He's probably got a like, few. Like have, you, have you seen Dunkirk? No. Yeah. See, see nobody, nobody's seen Dunkirk. Right, and that's yeah. the thing is, it, it, I, I quickly realized. I think a lot of people that were in Dunkirk haven't seen Dunkirk. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I, I totally realized that. Oh, I don't, I, I don't like this guy like that. His new movie Oppenheimer sounds kind of cool, you know. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen Tenet? I, I tried. It. I tried. I watched that recently. Did you make it through the whole thing? Oh yeah, I made it through the whole thing. I just yeah. didn't get, I understand. It's like it just cuts and they're walking and they're talking about something that I don't know about and it cuts and they're walking yeah. and they yeah. you know what I mean? I'm like what the It f- was um Yeah, no, it was a frustrating deal because like the science of it was 
complicated so they made it stupid but they made it so stupid that it didn't make any sense and when they tried to show you what was going on it is inherently impossible to film people going backwards and people going forwards right, in the same thing shit. as you're like because a because a movie is like sequential you know what i'm right. saying like it's a series of frames going forward in time and you can't have like backwards action in it at the same time you can play the whole thing backwards and then that's backwards but you can't have backwards and forwards in it in a way that like makes any sort of sense yeah you know or yeah it just it just at times it just like the logic of its own logic broke down on it so many times with it trying to be like weird and clever that they yeah. kind of double down on it. Like, we're going to have all these weird jumps where, like, we don't know where we are and then we're somewhere else. You know, like you're saying, like, that was really, like, weird, you know? And I'm like, oh, they're just trying to, like, add some more stuff to make it seem like all of it's meant to be this confusing. You know mm. what I'm saying? I think Nolan, like, in Inception, he kind of did this a little bit, too. Yeah. Like, when the ideas that he's trying to express break down he kind of tricks the audience into feeling like it's their fault that they don't get it. Yeah, exactly. You know? He's exactly. really good at that. When it's like, no, dude, like, your shit broke, your, your idea broke down. You've explored yeah. it to the point where it's become absurd, and now you're kind of, like, doing some crazy Keystone Cop shit for a second, you yeah. know? Yeah. No, that's and exactly I'm, what happens. Yeah. That's that's really interesting. Because, yeah, like Interstellar, same. Yeah, oh, same thing. Ma like, Matthew McConaughey's like behind like, the bookshelf, I guess. He's there. Uh, you're like, the oh, thing. and how did we, how the fuck did we get here? And he's like, no, you you get it. You, you the whole time, because he's behind the wall, the curtain of life. Or, and you're like, ah, yeah, I, I guess so, you know? Um, Yeah, it's like, you're supposed to just like feel it, I guess. Yeah, you know, like that the late like the lady says when she tries to explain it to Tenet in Tenet, you're like, well, it's this, but like, you know, or you could just like, you know, don't think about it and just like watch some shit blow up, you know, kind of like what she's saying. Yeah. And all of those movies kind of have that sort of like, you'll enjoy it more if you um, don't think about it too much and just say oh that's some smart that's some smart stuff going on right there yeah you know damn the cast of oppenheimer is pretty crazy did you ever go through an aronofsky um yes that's the other one darren aronofsky i i didn't like you know we all loved and you know we're like afraid of uh what's the one the druggy one it's really upsetting oh oh god what is it called um with that theme song in the the ass to ass <laughs> ass to ass, ass to... <laughs> what is that fucking called requiem dude? for uh, a dream yeah damn yeah, yeah i can't do i can't do that one anymore i can't do i can't do quite a few of his anymore yeah they're all pretty upsetting a uh, mother was like <laughs> you know Everyone was like shitting on it, uh, but yeah, yeah, you know. But uh, I was like, ah, that was just kind of wild and kooky, <laughs> <laughs> you know. And uh, oh, he did Noah. He did that Noah's Ark movie. Yeah, dude, he did that. Oh, one. and he did the whale. I didn't know he directed that. This oh, most yeah, he did. They they're kind of keeping that kind of in the background that he's you know they didn't sell the whale as an Aronofsky movie really. They right. Just said it as a yeah a movie. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't know that. So I mean, clearly, just like a really uh, wildly talented. Um, oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, and like Pi. I remember seeing Pi and being like, "What the fuck." Yeah, Pi is pretty great. Um, what are the early ones? Read through the read through the beginning of it's it. It's Pi, Requiem for a Dream, then The Fountain. Ugh. Ugh. Never saw The Fountain. Ugh. And then The Ugh. Wrestler. That's better. Then Black Swan. Ugh. And then Noah. Do I really like this guy? Yeah, yeah. I know huh. it's weird, huh? Yeah, it is weird. 
Well, because, it's like, like those are all movies that I'm like, oh, I don't want to watch that. Oh, I don't want to watch that. You know, yeah. so if you were listing those, like, what are we going to watch tonight? Do you want to watch Black Swan or <laughs> maybe well, um, Requiem for a Dream? And I'd be like, I think I'm just going to go sit on the porch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. No, totally. <laughs> but they do all leave their mark. If you see any one of them, yeah, you're really, like, oh, yeah, fuck. They're that brilliant movie. movie making. I mean, they're really well like shot and mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff is really, you know, yeah. But it is like kind of torture porn or um, a lot of that A24 studio stuff is like that. It's right. just like it's just like misery porn, you know, or suffering. Yeah. yeah. Hereditary definitely became. Uh, definitely that one. That's yeah. like the peak of it. Yeah. And I haven't seen the one about where the people like raise a lamb as their child or I saw that one. Ones, but I saw that one. They're a great little studio. I think it, that, that's it, pretty cool. Yeah, no, they really are. I mean, like, um Green Knight was just a fantastic. I loved I loved that they Yeah, you liked that one. Yeah, I gotta see that one still. Yeah. It's it's I mean, it's probably to my proclivities is the reason why I love that one so much. But man, I really enjoyed that movie. Hmm. Even with like it's like you know, um, throwing in some like social justice casting going on with it, but still, mm-hmm. like, damn, it was just like a, just a real great movie. I thought, I thought, yeah, I have to watch it again probably. Yeah, I I would say those uh, those new directors from uh, you know, who are like a part of that whole A twenty four thing. It's like the guy who did The Witch, and uh, yeah. and then the guy who did Hereditary. Those two guys are. Like that—that that was my most recent foray into like, oh, I'll go see this, and like the lighthouse is pretty great. And is that by one of those guys too? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah the lighthouse. I knew, I knew I knew it was a twenty-four, but I didn't. I don't really know the directors in there. There's style. two of them that are like, you know, real. You know, in my are, opinion, are yeah. starting to break away from the herd, kind of. Yeah, like the the Northman was. Um, Oh, that was an A24 as well? Well, see, that was the director, but I think that was his first, like, big budget. Oh, gotcha. Okay, going to the, the big production companies. Yeah, yeah, and, and that see. was, uh-huh. um, let's see who the fuck. Yeah, Robert Eggers. All right, I, that, I've heard that name. Right yeah, now. Robert Eggers, he did The Lighthouse and The Witch, and he's got um, Nosferatu. Oh, there you go. Is coming out in 2024. I hope that it's not a remake of the old movie. I hope it's just like a. He would be the kind of guy to do like a shot for shot. Uh, You know, let's see. I don't know. They did that William Defoe take off of it, which was really interesting where they kind of behind the scenes. Dude, Willem Defoe is in it. Oh, my God. But I think Bill. Willem Defoe is perfect for the guy that plays Dracula. I mean, he well, looks he, just like that. I think he's getting Bill Skarsgård, who's the guy who plays It, to be Nosferatu. Huh. Okay. Well, it might be different then. All right. Yeah. I don't know. Because, I mean, that's a weird, not particularly, like, involved movie to do a shot for shot of, like, the original Nosferatu. I mean, that's not going to make any money. I mean, just straight up. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what. Like, there's just not enough, like, arty dipshits in the world that are going to go see that vampire movie. Yeah, no, I don't think it is a shot for it's, shot. It's got to be anything. It's got to be some sort of twist on it or something. It might be cool. It yeah. might very, very, might very well be cool. Yeah. To make Spiden, to make, um, make some vampires gross again. You know what I'm saying? Turn them into monsters. Yeah. And then Hereditary... Um, that guy is, uh, what's his fucking name? Oh, Ari Aster. Yeah. Okay, he, I don't know him. He's huh. he's really good. Um, what else has he done? He's done, he's done, th- uh, he just did Hereditary. That was his first movie, I guess. And then Midsummer, um, which was, oh, I, I liked not, it. I've not seen Midsummer yet, no. I liked it, you know? Oh, I mean, it's okay. it gets kind of torture-y, but not torture <laughs> you know, but... It's uh it's it's just like a nice fresh movie. You know what I mean okay. where it's like uh-huh. okay, it's an original script. It it's shot beautifully. You don't really know what's going to happen. Um, That's it, nice. It's just like a different take. It's like a fresh yeah. take. Yeah, a like fresh that. take on yeah. some like mm-hmm. scary movie. Yeah. And then he's got some movie coming out called Bo is Afraid with uh it's got Joaquin Phoenix in it, so. Huh. Yeah. Hmm. Um 
Yeah, that's cool. Like I remember, I still remember like when I went to see like Blair Witch and like how that was like the same shit as always, but like it was just so fresh and different. Like, um, now people super reacted to it. I mean, Scream too. Yeah, there's been like several. It's kind of interesting how Scream totally revitalized the slasher movie genre. It was like really the first mm. um, meta movie. You know, yeah, like, like culturally, like Scream is way more important than anybody gives it fucking credit for. Yeah, you know, because it kind of made that meta, like self self reflective sort of storytelling, like popular. Yeah. Well, when was the first Scream? Nineties. Like, 2001 maybe okay 90 late 90s early 2000s yeah because I, I remember like you know quentin tarantino did kind of do some of that self referential you know yeah stuff. but quentin but quentin We're tarantino yeah. did not like the people i guess kind of he did yeah like in 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 uh i don't know but it, i it's not the same like as in your face but Quentin, Quentin, well Quentin Tarantino always acted like the characters would always reference movies you know mm. so they lived in a world where there were movies and they acted they kind of like used that information to respond to things and like in Scream it became we were, were in the movie and I don't know it even becomes more it's like the next step up yeah, you're Maybe. like a character in it, kind of. And also kind of a step down, you know, in the sense that it's way more. It's got Courtney Cox in it. It's not right. like a Quentin Tarantino movie. It's like got Courtney Cox in it. Yeah. And, and um, <laughs> yeah. It, it's kind of aimed for like a level of folks entertainment where you're going to get a lot more of that type. You're going to get Malcolm in the Middle pretty soon. You know mm. what I'm saying? You're going to get shows like that shit. Maybe Malcolm in the Middle already been around, but like. TV's going to, like, go after, like, because Scream makes it, you know, that kind of writing translates to TV way better than, like, a Quentin Tarantino does, you know? Yeah. And it was a big shift, I guess. But I guess it was after Tarantino, and Tarantino kind of already, well, I mean, he was huge, so. Right. What can you say? Have you seen Once Upon, have you seen um, the, the most recent Tarantino one? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was cool. I don't know. Yeah. I uh, I feel like that about the Hateful Eight and that one and a couple other oh, ones. Oh, I really yeah. liked Hateful Eight. Did uh, you really like it? Yeah, I mean, I oh, I okay. even watched like the extended version. Really? Were, yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah, I just I liked you know just that setting, old cowboy shit, but you know in the maybe I, maybe I was snow. in a bad mood or something. I'll have to try it again. I mean, it's. Huh. It's all a slow burn up until the end, obviously. Um, yeah. I, I like how it's all just set in one place, pretty much, you know. Um, and it's kind of like a who done it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. but. No, I'll have, to, I'll have to try it again. I'll have to try it again. I remember just not being like, I was being like, oh God, you know. Right. I don't remember being like that about through about two thirds of it, yeah. you know. And then it'd be like, oh, it's finally, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know, but I didn't see it at the theater or anything. You know what oh, I mean? Okay. Like, I, I'll bet you it would have been way different seeing it in the theater because all the all, all of his other ones I've seen in the theater. Yeah, no, it's it's I like that one, but yeah, uh, you know, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood just started dragging. There's a few scenes that I really remember with like the Manson stuff. You know, I just wish it was kind of just a more of that and a little less like love letter to. Hollywood in the 60s or whatever I'm like what yeah yeah you know like it's it's one of those movies that like I mean like what the fuck happens in the good chunk of it exactly you know they like he tries to make it about no it's about like Leonardo DiCaprio and like Brad Pitt being like a duo working together for a while and then things change and they fire Brad Pitt and then the Manson and then there's the Manson family thing thrown in there Right, and I'm like, oh, he should have just done like a weird Manson revisionist history because those are like all the most compelling parts to me yeah. of the film was just like, even though yeah. it's like, you know, 
it was kind of like this real like lackluster like main story where like it and then the climax of that lackluster main story was just like this thrown in Manson family gore fest you know that didn't really like super because the Manson family was only like you say just like this reminiscent of thing about old Hollywood where he goes to the ranch and kind of walks through it punches that guy and it could have been it could have been over at that point you never heard from Charles Manson or any of them again right and it would have still been a movie fine and it would have told the main character's story where they said goodbye and all that sort of stuff but you know I don't know I I just kind of wish they would have just the I don't know the all made the it, bullshit made with it, made it made it made it call it the family and just have yeah it be about, yeah, yeah yeah and 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 like they and like you know Leo and yeah just made it and made it kind of like funnier you know with like the family <laughs> like and a, like how they're like, all like, like all a, fucked like a, up like a Charles Manson like a musical maybe yeah or just like a little like Pulp <clears throat> Fictiony more Pulp Fictiony vibe where it's like. <laughs> You know, Charles Manson yeah. is there, uh-huh. but he's just like a fucking whack job, and but also like is. a hipster kind of, you know, what I yeah, mean? like probably how it was, you know, like yeah, a fun, exactly, funny, charming kind of. Yeah, I feel know, like he could have had a lot of fun wacky, with that wacky dude. Yeah, yeah, and then old Brad Pitt just being like, "What the, yeah. f- what the hell is this?" Yeah, he could be, doing, he could be you know? Clem or Tex or one of them. Yeah, yeah for exactly. sure. Yeah, no, I think it would be um that would work. But, yeah. Because I, well, I mean, I got to admit, it is, it was satisfying, you know, because you, you do think about like the Sharon Tate murders and you see like those creepy bitches and you're like, God, like they fucking did that shit. Like, fuck them. They fuck these dumb, dirty bitches, you know, <laughs> and like kind of wish they would have just and gotten murdered. And it's like right, they right. and uh-huh. and so that part I was like. I know it's like the most lowbrow part of the entire movie, but that I was like, all right, this is satisfying because like, yeah, fuck that. It is. You yeah, know? it is kind of satisfying. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's just kind of the main part I remember. And, uh, <laughs> and that's the main like memorable part. I mean, the, I guess the Bruce Lee getting his ass kicked. Oh, was that also was good. The other part. That was that also was the other part. Yeah, that was the other part. Yeah. But, yeah, other than those two parts, like, it kind of all just blurs together of, like, Brad Pitt driving around. Yeah. I remember a lot of Brad Pitt driving around. Yeah, and then there's, they're, like, in cool. a bar talking to old Jews yeah. and stuff. And it was very cool. It's like, oh, I wish I could have lived in a time that I wasn't born yet because it seemed nicer then. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, like, now it's not as nice as that. Yeah. You know, and that's sort of cool and sad and cool, I guess. Yeah. You know? I don't know. Um yeah. Huh. Yeah, but um, I think he's got one movie left. Oh yeah, he um, he wanted it to be Star Trek. <laughs> what? No, he seriously wanted his last movie to be Star Trek. Are you fucking with me? No, that's what he said. I couldn't believe it either. But I mean, I don't think he. They're not going to give it to him. I mean, so he's going right. to do. I think he. I think he's done. Isn't he done? No, he's. Yeah, I mean, in that, I watched an inter- interview with him that was like from late last year. He's never. He's never going to be done. Well, yeah, I mean, he because he did say he's like, all right. I mean, you know, he wants to hang up his hat while he's still like relevant. I think. Uh huh. And uh, but you know, I think he's. He said he's not really in any rush. There you go. You know. He'll to make his last he'll be around movie. until he's like Martin Scorsese. He's like 106, and he's yeah, makes exactly. like four hour Netflix specials. He has to fucking yeah. like, yeah, he yeah. seriously uh, has to start to computer computer like de age his actors because everybody else is just way too like you know high strung for him. Yeah. Uh, apparently, he uh, defended Roman Polanski. <laughs> oh, nice, great. Well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she wanted to have it, apparently. Okay, well, he, she was asking for it. She He's was also... Dressed. Oh, Harvey oh. Weinstein. Oh. Yeah, no, he was um, he was good friends with Harvey Weinstein, yeah. Mm-hmm. He kind of made Harvey Weinstein, you know. They he kinda, did, like, the Miramax. They kind of came up together, yeah. 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 That's for sure. Huh. Oh, Hollywood. Svenny. Yeah. yeah. Fuck have you it. seen have you seen everything everywhere all at once? That's the movie of the year. I have. 
Yeah, I have seen it. I liked it. What did you think of that? Yeah, I I liked it. it. I thought it was fun too. Yeah, I thought it was a a great, great little Asian romp. You know, (laughs) (laughs) it was like it was like a bowl of tom ka. It was like a little spicy, little (laughs) citrusy. Oh, there's a shrimp in there. Oh, cool. That's so nice. Yeah, That's and then so at the nice. end you're like, "What did I just eat?" <laughs> and then you shit your brains out. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't fucking. But yeah, I did like it. I really did enjoy it. Um, oh, I, I I liked it because like the Asian Asian like played into it, but it wasn't necessary. No, but it was still like a a crucial part of. Was it? Yeah, I mean, because it was I like, mean, like it, it's some of the set dressing and like the way that they, you know, some of but the they were like Asian they immigrants who owned a laundromat with the dad, the Chinese dad who like didn't accept them. You know what I mean? Like the the underlying yeah, familial there thing. Was, there was some that, that familial thing. They don't accept the sure. gay daughter. You know, but couldn't you change that to like a bunch of an old Jew and it would be the same thing? Yeah, you, know, you, you could. Uh, you, could could just, like, you could just you could insert any immigrant family. Just really. call it call it Jews through space and time. Yeah, yeah. Jews your path wisely. <laughs> Jews your own adventure. Yeah, Jews your own. There we go. Jews your own adventure. <laughs> uh, it's just the it's just a shot for shot remake of. But that's the thing is like I don't feel like Jews really. But all the imagery is yeah, yeah. They don't go into the laundromat thing. No, no. Yeah. It would have you'd have to change some things. You know, what I mean, like you, like the laundromat. Yeah. Like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna have China, we're gonna have a Chinese family as the head of this in in this mm-hmm. movie. So we need to do a laundromat or some sort of like racially like stereotypical thing for <laughs> yeah. that. So like, if it was a Jewish place, it would be I don't know what it would be like a be like, like, a, like a diamond firm. like a diamond yeah a diamond <laughs> yeah how bright. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, they're all oh, his, they're failing they're, 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 diamond they're all, store. <laughs> they're all they're all his his Hasidic Hasidic Jews. Yeah. Spending, I forgot to tell you, they're all like New York Hasidic Jews working in the cool. diamond industry in this in this version. Of oh it. wow! Yeah, that's no, it's awesome. going to be pretty great. Adam Adam Sandler is going to be in it as well. Oh, cool! Yeah, it's the protad, the husband, who then <laughs> gets his balls back. Yeah, no. Adam Sandler needs to have the big rebirth. I think that like Quentin Tarantino is going to put Adam Sandler in something. I he did though. He did. He keeps he, trying. Yeah. Well, uh, did you see uh, Uncut Gems? No, no. I mean, he needs to have the rebirth where he's funny again. No, he's had oh. the rebirth where he had the. He's been doing that. Like, oh, I can be sad, sad Sadler. <laughs> yeah, and, Adam and, you know? Sadler. Yeah, and like Sadler's cool, and it was kind of like, oh, you know, compared to like you know Billy Madison, like look at Sadler. You know, look Did at you that. ever watch look a... at that guy being sad? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But now totally. I don't care. I, with the end of Uncut Gems, I was just like, okay, fine. All right, yeah. get like get like fucking that movie. Just gave me a, a panic real attack. get a real actor in here. You know, to do this, please. Yeah. You know, because Sadler is just not good for after like an hour and a half. Yeah. Spanglish, okay, I can take it. It's an hour and a half, and he's sad. I got it. Did you, no. uh, did you watch a Hubie Halloween? A what now? Hubie Halloween. Hubie Halloween. No, yeah, that, that's like one of his most recent. No, no, I uh, no. Oh, yeah, it was on Netflix. I I watched yeah. it over my sister's shoulder a little bit. It's part of his like big Netflix deal. Where, uh-huh. you know. It looked like it was like Shakespeare in the Park, from what I could tell. It <laughs> was. It looked like some brilliant shit from the little bit that I watched. Yeah, I mean, honestly, <laughs> like I just sort of like let go and watched it, and because yeah. that those are the kinds of movies Jess likes. I retarded like, like, comedies you that's know? when he's best dude that's his best stuff yeah you know if you can just smoke a bunch of pcp and turn on like <laughs> li- and turn on like little nicky like yep. you're fine or if you've just worked like 10 hours at like a burger place and you just yeah. want to sit down and watch like you know what i'm saying like and adam sandler's fucking right where you need to be dude yeah as far exactly as that goes. it's a good and, feel good time yeah and bless his heart for being there you know what and I'm he's saying? got like, like a stupid voice uh-huh. he does a stupid voice the whole movie right you, you don't know? need to know when to you can laugh whenever because it's all <laughs> fucking dumb yeah and you it's kind of like mel brooks you know in in the same dude, sense that like you i can love just, mel brooks i do too 
damn turkey does not like Mel Brooks. So. <laughs> Why not? Because we're all like trade, you know, like when you oh, get to know somebody, you're like kind of trading movies. No, I don't. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I don't even think that that came up. But um, okay. um, you know, when you trade movies, when you first start like hanging out with people, and you're like, we do a lot of watching movies over the thing, you know. And she's like, yeah. oh, let's watch some of great American movies that I haven't seen. And I'm like, oh, well, let's do Mel Brooks now. So we watched Young Frankenstein first, and she thought that was like pretty interesting and cool, you know. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, I'll try another one. And then we watched like Blazing Saddles, and she was not having that shit. She at didn't all. like Blazing Saddles. No, I don't know. She's like, uh-huh. it's just too, too ridiculous and stupid. Uh, it's so She's fun. like, and then when someone says that, you kind of like pick up on that vibe. You're like, it is like, it is a lot of fart jokes, you know, yeah. just just straight up, just oh, yeah, like, the beans and shit. Yeah, just fart jokes and, like, not much smarter than that for a lot of it. And then there's some parts that it gets a little bit clever at times. But, like, yeah, you know, it's, like, it's it's not, like, super – it's Adam Sandler level. You know, it's just kind of done in a little bit different way, you know. To, yeah, to me it's got – um, he's got that old-timey, raunchy Jew thing. Yeah, it's that, got a vaud, vaudeville sort vaudeville, of feel. Yeah. That I do like. I do too. I really do. And I think that maybe that's part of like us being Americans that we appreciate that more. Right. And I think that maybe in Turkey that just means a dirty gypsy. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to find his uh his filmography. Why isn't it on here? Mel Brooks? Yeah, they have his discography. I'm like, what the fuck? Huh. Was he a director? A uh, producer, director, yeah actor hmm really yeah I just I don't, the other ones have had like a whole section they have he like should a, have he should have like a whole bunch of shit yeah huh weird Mel Brooks filmography yeah filmography Uh, well, yeah, Spaceballs, I loved. History of the World. Apparently, there's a History of the World Part 2 coming out. Yeah, it's out. It, oh, I'm very, I haven't watched it yet, but okay. I've, I've looked at it a couple times. Okay. I mean, he's involved, but he's also 127 years <laughs> yeah. old. So, I mean, like, I don't know how involved he is. And yeah. everybody else in it is highly suspect. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, well, damn, he goes far back. Oh yeah. I just want to yeah. see I just want to see the director. Okay, he did The Producers, The 12 Chairs, Blazing Saddles, Young Frankenstein, Silent Movie, High Anxiety, History of the World, Spaceballs, Life Stinks, Robin Hood Men in Tights. Uh huh. Oh, Dracula, dead and loving it. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> uh-huh. That was his last okay. one he's directed. Damn, I thought he did Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid. He must have just produced that one. Yeah. Huh. And he produced a bunch too. You know, he kind of had Carl Reiner too was in there with him. So like, right. Um, yeah, they were like one would produce and one would direct. I think, or maybe I don't know how it worked. But mm-hmm. they had like their own, like you know, it was their own little like hollywood shop that they did everything gotcha yeah same lots of the same people like gene wilder and different actors just kind of went up through them mm-hmm. true huh well cool yeah these are all it's all stuff that i really want to like force jess to watch <laughs> she has not seen any but mel brooks is perfect because she loves comedies you know yeah, there's so many great old like '80s comedies and stuff like all the Gene Wilder and all the Mar- uh, Steve Martin comedies of the '80s yeah. and late '70s. The Man with Two Brains is a fucking those those <laughs> like that period of time is an amazing those those movies are amazing by him. And the original Blues Brothers is amazing. Um, weird now. Yeah. Is there is there like a traffic jam going on? I don't know. Some, there's a it? parking lot behind my is house. Is it quinceanera going on out there? And they're getting ready to start shooting guns at each other? 
Yeah, something's going on. I is oh, is that your sitting spot out there on the porch? That's my sitting spot. <laughs> my uh, little garden out back. Look at that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Very and then behind nice. that is the the uh, den of thieves. What do you mean, den of thieves? Well, it's it's just a apartment complex, but it's. Oh, you feel like they're watching you. I they're not watching me. Maybe they do sometimes, but they're I just feel like a bunch of like you know drug addicts and shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's fine. So, so keep your doors locked. Yep. Do you have a Do you have a piece of wood that goes on that door, like on? No, the, it's got uh, like a legit lock. You know. Oh, you don't have a brace. I'd go get a brace. You get think a so? Broom handle and put it in the door too, like for okay. when you leave. You know, for a like for Texas yeah. for three days. You know, you yeah. go and you put that shit in there just to make it look a little bit. You could have set it along the bottom so it holds it. You know, even if they break yeah. the lock, they can't slide it open. They have to break the glass and come in that way. Oh, okay. Which means that they'll get maybe cut, cut. real bad. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have blood all over your house as well as Woo! your shit stolen. <laughs> yeah. But they might die. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you might I have mean, a body. You know? might not make it out. Yeah. <laughs> a dead guy uh, sitting on top of a pile of your stuff. Yeah. Welcome back to Phoenix. Yeehaw. That's on the flag, isn't it? It was like a, just a dead dude bleeding out on a bunch of stolen shit. Yeah. Just like drunk bleeding yeah. since breaking bad they changed the flag to to look like that yeah yeah that's nice hey that's new mexico oh that's right new mexico sorry i always get the yeah, two, don't get them I, I always get those two fucking hellscapes How confused, you get them confused? <laughs> those, those yeah. literal those literal in, in, immigrant infested hellscapes confused i don't i don't know how Whoa, that's just insane <laughs> you are out of pocket sir this is a lovely place. Yeah, with lovely know. people who I know. don't all suffer from some form of PTSD. No, they don't. For sure, and they're not and, trying to hide. And it the more you're there, the, the more you're there, the more normal you're going to realize they are. Yeah, that's, what, that's what's wonderful. Mm-hmm. No, it's the big broken center. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's the gooey. Yeah, it's just burnt and crispy. What am I saying? Yeah, it's it's not like um. It's not only the people that have given up on living. Some of these people have <laughs> never had the will to live. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah there's people, people here remember that. do not give a fuck. They never have, and they don't even know what that is. Like, yeah. They're not even related to anyone that's ever given a fuck. Yeah. Ever. It's kind of cool. Is it? It's a little refreshing. Yeah, I guess so. You know, Because yeah. everybody here knows someone that gives a fuck, at least. Yeah, and, and everyone, I don't know. They try to give a fuck, which is cool. Or at least also. they tell you a big story about how they give a fuck there. Yeah. That gets a little bit less Yeah, they're, they're just like, what's up? <laughs> you're like, yeah. uh, nothing. Just what What are you doing? Like, drinking? Yeah. That's it. <laughs> they, they don't. They don't. <laughs> that's it. And that's no, what they're doing. They're, they're and they may like be doing it. some other things. You go there and they're doing other things. You know what I'm I saying? Made this ha- I made this fucking, you know, I made this fucking handle for a mop. Yeah. Oh. Cool. Well, that's a weird. That, that that would be a weird thing that they, <laughs> that, 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 you know, to see that they're doing. But usually they're like playing. They're like playing some ping pong. Yeah. You know, or you know, maybe they're like out they're looking doing at, stuff. Out, they're out looking at the yard. Yeah, just looking at the yard. <laughs> you know what I mean, like they do that sometimes. Yeah, it's just checking out the yard. <laughs> okay, just looking at it. <laughs> They, yeah, you know, just sometimes you need to go look at the yard. <laughs> yeah, I do that all the time. It's like I'm like one of these people now. No, it's like, like a white, go, it's like, like a white man's, yard. it's like a white man's um, duty. They have yeah, to, go, they like have to go out and look at the yard. Everyone's all there. Yep, there. Yep. Okay, still there. Make sure, make sure, make sure everything's like just as we left it. Yeah. No, it's important. You kind of want to go do it right now, don't you? you I do. What the hell is what's what's going on out there? Yeah, you know, what's happening in get, the yard? Get, get, get a good look. See, probably before, a bunch of cats before, out there before last light. Have you caught any of the cats? No, I haven't caught any. But <laughs> yeah, the the other day they set off my. Uh, I, I saw them like on my car. <laughs> I saw them on my car, so I like booked it outside and like scared them. I was like. And they were like, and they like fucking booked it everywhere. And one of them just like ran straight into my fence. Like it tried to jump and it was just like, bing. It was like, 
And I was like, ha that's what you get. And then, like, a day or two later, they one of them just, like, diarrheaed in my flower bed. <laughs> I was like, Good, you yeah. fucking no, sons of bitches. They'll get you back. They remember. Dude, they remember. They're such they're gonna petty come, little... They're going to do a big, sh- big, big male cat piss into your fucking Dude. air conditioning system if they haven't already. Have you turned on the air conditioning? I haven't yet. No. Yeah, No, they'll do that for you. Oh, they're fucking bastards. But no, they're cute, too. No, leave them, leave them a little food, a little water. You know no, what I'm saying? That's how they. That's why they piss everywhere. They No, they don't piss where they eat. Oh, really? Yeah. What? I don't know. <laughs> You're just <laughs> making that up. I'm just hey. making some shit up, see what happens. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, I was really going to buy it. You Sounds good. Me. It sounds good, though. Huh? They don't piss. I mean, it makes sense. Where they eat, don't piss where they eat. I mean, yeah. Making sense, yeah. yeah no, I don't know they very well could. Who knows? But these fuckers, you know, they look like they piss where they eat. You know, <laughs> these are not. <laughs> these are not like. This isn't like Doug or they Sophie. Can't even, they can't even really like dodge a fence, so it's hard to say what's yeah. going on with this. With this, <laughs> yeah, this, dude. this could be a very inbred bitch of some street cats. You never yeah, know. I, just, I don't think it saw the fence. Yeah. I don't know. Well, on that note, I guess we should probably wrap this up. I yeah, think, I, think I, I gotta... Got turkey's, turkey's up for the Ramadan fast, so she's Ooh. texting me. I better say hi before she goes back to bed. That's a good call. Yeah. All righty, my brother. I will talk right, to you in the next couple days. Let you know right. what's going down. Sounds good. Bye, everybody listening. Yeah, we love y'all. We love you. IDTU Studios, located in Portland, Oregon. All opinions and commentary has been carefully researched by the technicians and scholars of IDTU Research Academy, and therefore should be greeted with healthy skepticism and disbelief. No idiots were harmed during the making of this podcast.